0: Welcome to Betting with Babies. We are excited to be here tonight. We've got a lot to talk about. Uh, From a dad perspective, like always, it was a wild weekend and we got a snowstorm coming, so we're going to be locked inside. It's going to get a little crazy. From a betting perspective, the team is on fire. Let's just call it how it is. We are giving out winners just about every day on the page as December locks Hit a 94% win rate after tonight. Uh, Not to mention, we gave out two, count them two, six player anytime parlays last weekend posted on the page. And we're excited to keep it going this weekend. Um, If you've been following us, you've been making some money. If you haven't been following us, the question is what are you waiting for? But before we get into all of that, I'm your host, the Parlay Pastor. I'm with my co-hosts, Mr. No Days Off and Maddie Stats. How are we doing this evening, gentlemen?
1: What's up, Amato? I'm here. I'm doing well. A little less excited than last week. Uh, Dolphins lost, so those playoff chances uh, dwindled a little bit. The Ravens had a big win on Monday night. Awesome game. Um, but I had a fun and productive weekend. I uh, insulated my attic on Saturday, which was rough and a shit ton of work, but I finished it, had a crazy Sunday with our gigantic 16 parlay uh, or both of them. and uh, you know, the news this week is that we are on absolute fire. Betting with babies is on fire with parlays and the daily locks on Instagram, uh, 15 and one in December.
0: Love it, love it. Well, before we get into our reality check for the weekend and recap our picks, uh, I've got my normal Captain Morgan private stock here with me. Maddie.
2: Stats, what are we drinking this evening? I am going with a very good Avalor 16 double cast scotch. Are you holding
0: it up right now? I can tell you're holding it up. I got a little. Yep,
1: I heard that too. I, I heard it, I heard it.
0: It looks good from over here. Teddy, what are you drinking this evening?
1: Well, uh, I'm going to you know, give you guys some breaking news. I'm a wrestling fan. I have been since oh, about four or five years old. So I was down at halftime, and I'm walking by on the aisle. And as we've talked about, I'm a big label guy, so is Amato. Um, and I'm walking by, and what do I see but Stone Cold's Steve Austin's IPA. It's called Broken Skull i've had it once before i had to pick up another uh four pack of it i have to say it's uh it's all right it's nothing special it's drinkable but you know to, to buy it again it's more of the novelty of it
0: well steve austin beer I, I love it how's the label on the steve austin beer is he holding up the middle finger
1: no it's got a skull you know that was his little logo and then it's got some barbed wire which i thought was kind of weird because he was never a barbed wire guy he was no Mick Foley. But um, yeah, it's got a skull. Then it's got it's called uh, the Broken Skull IPA, and Steve Oss's name is pretty big on it. It, It's an average IPA, maybe a little less than average, but it's drinkable. I love it. I love it.
0: All right. Well, let's get this going. Um, Let's kick off our reality check of the week. Uh, Each week we say a lot of things on this podcast and we want to make sure we hold ourselves accountable. So let's do a quick recap of how we did last week. Uh, We went 50% with our pod picks, uh, which is not what we strive for. Uh, We're really looking to stay above 75% for our followers. And so we're looking to improve that moving forward. We've got Maddie stats on the pod, which is really going to help us out, bring in data. Uh, to the surface here and helping us make these picks, but, uh, Teddy, how did your picks go this weekend?
1: Yeah. Uh, my first pick was Pittsburgh plus two and a half. That was a loss. Big Ben did not look good. I think, um, I kind of questioned the bills last week and I think the bills answered the question. Um, they look to be legit. They look to be for real. And it looks like they're going to be a tough out this playoff season. How'd you do?
0: Uh, I took the Saints minus seven. That was my loss of the week. Um, I was confused about the line on last week's pod. I didn't know why it was only seven. I really thought it was going to be a blowout. But uh, apparently the Eagles offensive line is stronger than I thought it was. And defensive line showed up to stop that run. So uh, I took a loss Saints minus seven. Um, I also went with the Arizona Cardinals. That was my win of the week. Um, they had a pretty easy win against the Giants. Really no sweat at all. Offensive defense really dominated the game and um, put the, put the Giants uh, a little bit uh, back into reality. Uh, what was your second pick, Teddy? Uh,
1: I had the Colts two and a half uh, minus two and a half. I was pretty confident in that pick. Jonathan Taylor kind of had a re coming out party. You know, he had a couple of games at the beginning of the season, I don't know what happened in the middle of the season. If he was in the doghouse, if he was banged up and didn't really say it. But 20 carries, 150 yards. And uh, he carried these uh, Colts offense along with a good defensive performance. And uh, just like you, Amato, I went one and one.
0: One and one. So 50% on the weekend. Uh, We're going to do better for you guys. Uh, As you know, we like to post our pod picks on Sunday morning. And whether you fade or follow us, uh, we hope you win money. Um, But for us, we're trying to get above 75%. And we're actually looking for 100% this week, the way we've been feeling. Um, So let's get into it. Week 15, pod picks. Uh, We've got four games on the board. And we've got some power stats to help us decide if we're going to fade or follow. Uh, Teddy, why don't you kick us off with your first pod pick of the week?
1: Yeah, uh, I'm taking the Chiefs minus three and a half over the Saints. Chiefs are coming off a four turnover game against my Miami Dolphins. And I don't see them doing that again. And, I don't think that the uh, run game can keep up with the Chiefs offense, so I'm really loving the Chiefs this week. Any Stats, what, what do you got for me?
2: All right, so we got a line uh, at three and a half, and we're expecting that to drop down a bit to closer to three, potentially to 2.5 as we get closer to Sunday. At the moment, 69% of the money and 82% of the tickets are on the Chiefs. Taking a look at both the wide receiver and cornerback matchups, the Chiefs have both the advantage on the offensive and defensive side with dominating wide receivers and a much better secondary than the Saints. Um, on the offensive line side of the things, the Saints hold the advantage over the Chiefs on not only the offensive line, but on the defensive line.
0: I'm going to follow the the Chiefs with you. Um, I like that pick. I think those stats kind of solidify... What I was thinking, I I like it for two reasons. I think both teams had a bad week. And so there's really no kind of public bias here. Like the chiefs did not look good against the dolphins. The dolphins had plenty of opportunities to win that game and the saints lost to the Eagles, right? So there's no public bias. This is pure stats. The power stats from, from, uh, from Matt right there, uh, bring me to a follow with your chiefs at three and a half. So we'll put that on the pod picks Uh, for me. My first game, I'm taking the Seattle Seahawks at five and a half minus five and a half. Um, They're going up against that Washington defense, which is solid. But I think what beats that defense is a mobile quarterback. Russell Wilson is looking good. When you destroy a team the way Seattle destroyed the New York Jets, my New York Jets, uh, there is just a next level of confidence that you get to. And I think Seattle's there, and they're going to they're gonna roll that into this weekend. So I got Seattle five and a half.
2: Maddie, stats, what do you got for us? All right. So uh, the line on this one is at five and a half, and we're expecting that to slip down a little bit. 58% of the cash and 52% of the tickets are on Seattle. Uh, when we look at the wide receiver cornerback side of things, Seattle holds the advantage both on the wide receiver and cornerback side, and from an offensive and defensive line standpoint, both uh, Seattle and Washington's O line hold an advantage over the D line.
1: All right, I will. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna actually fade you on this one, Amato. Ooh. I think Washington's defense is really, really good. Uh, no quarterback has thrown for more than two touchdowns on them. And I think Alex Smith is going to do just enough against that crappy defense of Seattle to get the dub.
2: That's a bad call. <laughs>
0: Maddie Stats coming in and speaking his mind. I like it. Uh, going against the data. We'll see how that pays off. Um, Teddy, what do you got for your second pod pick of the week? I'm
1: going to take the Vikings. Minus three and a half. Vikings need this game. And the Bears are going in the wrong direction, really. I mean, they're just not a good football team overall. That offense, pretty trash. Uh, Montgomery went off yesterday last week, though. But overall, I don't see them doing anything much of anything. I like the Vikings. They're going to get into the playoffs. I like Zimmer. Maddie, Stats, give it to me.
2: All right. So this uh, line is expected to stay pretty stable. Uh, Right now, the public split on this, so 51% of the money and 52% of the tickets are on Vikings. That's pretty evenly split. Uh, Taking a look at the wide receiver cornerback side, the the Vikings wide receivers absolutely dominate this matchup over the Bears cornerbacks. Um, And the Bears wide receivers, they're evenly matched, uh, really no advantage one way or the other on that side. Uh, From an offensive and defensive line standpoint, Chicago's Offensive line absolutely dominates the Vikings' defensive line, and additionally, Minnesota has a big disadvantage um, from the O-line standpoint compared uh, going up against that tough Chicago defense. God, I love me some good offensive
0: line stats. Uh, that is, I'm I'm torn here. You know, Teddy, you had some convincing points, and I agree. I, you know, we don't like to talk about the Bears on this podcast. We've, we've do
1: actually, not talked about the Bears. On
0: we've, the actu- we've actually said the word Bears way too many times this week already. Um, the B word, I like that. But I like me some offensive line stats. It's tough to say, it's tough to look away from the offensive line stats. So, regardless of how well the Vikings receivers do this week, I'm going to fade that pick, Teddy. I'm going with the Bs.
1: Go ahead. Fade me, I dare you. It's awful. All right, what do you got next?
0: So for me, my second pod pick of the week is the Patriots at plus one and a half going against your Miami Dolphins. Uh, This game is just this is just a a storybook ending to the way the Dolphins are going to you know finish out this season. They play the Pats. They're coming off a loss. This is a game I think they have to win. Um, looking at the Ravens and the wildcard teams, like the Raiders knocking on the door, you lose this game. You kind of start to spiral out of control if you're the dolphins. And this is what Belichick thrives for. If they're not going to make the playoffs, they are going to absolutely destroy some playoff chances for some other teams. Matty stats. Tell me
2: I'm right. Uh, The line currently at 1.5 is expected to stay steady around 1.5. Currently, 62% of the cash and 70% of the tickets are with the Dolphins. Uh, Both teams' cornerbacks have an advantage over the other team's wide receivers. And from an offensive D-line perspective, New England has a big advantage over the Dolphins' D-line, while the Dolphins do have an advantage, although uh, much smaller, against the Pats' D-line.
1: Yeah, I'm going to follow you on this pick, Otto. Um
2: I was not expecting watch, that.
1: Watching. No, there is Benedict Arnold there is here. no 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 no. I, I'm gonna be rooting for my dolphins real hard. But you know what? I know what's gonna happen. I already know that we're gonna the Patriots are gonna come down to Miami and they're gonna crush our playoff hopes. Because the Ravens schedule, they're getting three wins. So we need to win out. Or at least go two of three in order to keep this wild card uh, spot alive. And the Patriots, Bill Belichick, he's going to go into Miami and he is going to crush the Dolphins. Rookie quarterbacks against Bill Belichick. Saw the stat today. Five and 20 against Bill Belichick.
0: I was told there would be no math.
1: He absolutely dominates them. He confuses them. He throws them looks they've never seen before. I mean, this is just set up perfectly for the Patriots to come out on top in you know, a dirty, grinded out, kind of seventeen, you know, fourteen game with the Patriots winning. And let me tell you what else is going to happen. Next week the Patriots are going to go and play the Buffalo Bills uh at home. And they're gonna beat the Buffalo Bills. Lock it in. Any sort of like bye week or, or two seed talk, they're gonna knock that them down a notch. And then what they're gonna do is they're gonna play Jared Sidham in Week 17 and blow the Jets' chances at getting the number one overall pick <laughs> and lose and lose to the Jets and have the Jaguars go one and 15 and go get Trevor Lawrence? This is what's happening. Take it to the fucking bank because I 100% know this is how the next three games are going with the Patriots. I've I've watched them for 30 goddamn years and i already know what's happening i've read the book i've seen the movie 100 percent.
0: that is bill belichick next level stuff to to bench cam to make sure the jets don't get first round <laughs> in the division it's not crazy it's you know it's not you, you, you hear it a lot i laughed but i'm thinking about it i'm like you you're right maybe even not even Stadium. like who's their who's their practice quarterback <laughs> That they're going to bring up. But the thing is, knowing my Jets. Wayne, if you're listening.
1: They're going to win, win it. before that one. They're going to win this <laughs> week. They're going to beat the Rams this week. I mean, well, we got, you know, let me tell you about your Jets, though, real quick. Let's pivot over here. Let's tell you about your Jets. They're now minus 250 to go 0-16. The remaining games are at the Rams this week versus the Browns and at the pats i can actually see you guys i don't know how but i can see you guys beating the browns
0: i said this a couple weeks ago on the pod i said we had re- the chance for the raiders and the browns yep. right and we I sure to- had a chance for the raiders we sure did we talked about that story last week and i think the browns too uh especially if they're playing for something you know baker in primetime games has, has seemed to just even though he played great this week just can't seem to get the win and the Jets will do anything possible to ruin their franchise. And, and winning, a, <laughs> winning a game right now with these three left, is it's exactly what, what the fans expect. It's exactly what they're going to deliver. So we, we know what's happening now. Just to recap for pod picks, we're going to put these on the page. Uh, these will go up on Sunday morning. Um, there are some Saturday games. Heads up to you guys. There's some Saturday NFL this week. Uh, but all four of our picks are Sunday games. So we're going to post this one Sunday morning. Let's get into our betting with babies. Anytime parlay build. Um, This is where we come together as a group, try to highlight uh, who's most likely to score touchdowns and build uh, what we think is the best parlay going into the weekend. It could be a four player parlay. It could be a six player, but we're looking for touchdown scores only. So, Going into this week, we had a big win last week. So if people aren't paying attention, going into big last week. Big time win. Big time win. Two two winning tickets. Um, really not even having a sweat about it. Honestly, half of our touchdown scorers did it in the first half of their game. Um, and so we're looking to repeat. We got some people tuning in. What are we thinking this evening, guys? We got some touchdown scorers on the pod tonight.
1: Definitely. 100%. Should, should we read a couple of these off
0: here? I like it. I don't know. Uh, Matty Stats, what are you thinking? Who, who are the players we should put in the pool tonight?
2: All right. So first one going up is Derrick Henry. Uh, it is officially Derrick Henry season. It is the back quarter of the NFL season, and this guy is just absolutely dominating.
0: Does Derrick Henry have a chance to be the first running back in, I have no idea, to win the MVP.
1: Now, his stats, we need the last running back to win an MVP.
0: Give me a minute. Teddy, tell, tell me, Teddy, is Derrick Henry have a chance to be an MVP? Not a chance.
1: Now, we only do quarterbacks in the NFL for some odd reason, um, but they, they're obsessed with their quarterbacks. It's what sells tickets, what sells jerseys and money. So they're going to definitely do a quarterback. Uh, it's, it's sad, but it is what it is. Let me read off some of these other uh, players that we have here. All right, we got Calvin Ridley against Tampa Bay, Kenyon Drake against the Eagles.
0: Touchdown score from last week. I like it.
1: Yep. I think he was our last one, right? Yep. he was the one that put us, you know, officially put us over the top. No, uh,
0: no he scored early. Uh, Kamara came in at the end, and, and oh, Kamara, it yep. Us. But uh, right. Drake was a last minute addition, so I'm glad we're thinking about him earlier this week.
1: Yeah, he had a lot of carries from the goal line too, right?
0: Yep. Three shots at the goal line. He scored one. I, I like, I like, they trust him in the goal line. And that's what we need this weekend.
1: Yep. Uh, Lamar Jackson against the Jaguars. And that would be a running touchdown. I like or that. Receiving, fuck it. Um, Devontae Adams, who's an absolute beast. And it seems like Rodgers, every time he's in the red zone, is looking at Adams
0: just for the record, guys, this is a Saturday night game. So tune in. If you've got fantasy playoffs on the line or you're putting in this parlay, this has to go in on Saturday if we end up with Devontae Adams. But I agree with you, Teddy. I think that they might have like a personal, like their own little personal kind of goals that they're shooting for because he is targeting him every time they get on their side of the field. Devontae Adams is going in. I mean, and if Panthers. you're
1: if, if you're the Panthers – do you not just double Devontae Adams? Like, like, I'm talking like two guys at the line of scrimmage, right?
0: I mean, you have to, right? I mean, you would think you have to, but I don't know if that does it. Like, because Aaron Jones keeps you honest. You know, that running game keeps you honest. And so the moment you start to cheat, Devontae Adams is gone. 14 touchdowns on the year uh, through 14 weeks. I mean, probably not a more uh, better player to put on this parlay. Uh, but at least, he's at least on the list. We'll see if he ends up in the final five. Or six.
1: Alvin Kamara against the Chiefs. He did it for us last week. Uh, Cam Akers, who really took over that backfield for the Rams against the Jets because, well, Jets suck. Um, And uh, T.Y. Hilton against the Texans.
0: How did T.Y. Hilton end up on this
1: board? I'll tell you why. You want me to tell you why? Him, Hilton, and Rivers – they finally found their chemistry. Last three games, 275 yards, four touchdowns. Let me throw another one at you, okay? Against the Texans, for the last five games, T.Y. Hilton, over 15 fantasy points. He's a veteran receiver playing with a veteran quarterback, and it took them, what, 12 weeks to get on the same page? But I think they've finally done it, and I, he's looking his way in the end zone. And in the red zone, I mean. So I I love the pick. I know uh, some other people don't, but I I really love it.
2: So, Teddy, I got a stat for you here. Give me it. Is he on your fantasy team?
1: What what does that have to do with anything?
2: Is he on your fantasy team, yes or no? I'm going to say yes. Get that guy out of here. You're in the playoffs. You've never won a fantasy playoff game. Get him out of here. I I
1: have never won a fantasy. I've actually only been in the fantasy playoffs two times in the last 10 years so i'm awful at fantasy
2: this guy's got the mush on him i, I do. i can't
0: i i this ty hilton we're gonna dive into ty hilton because this one is not sitting good with me um i'm sure the odds are probably nice though so we gotta we gotta balance what the the odds are for him to score but
1: are we arguing with stats right now 275 four touchdowns in the last three games
0: yeah, well, I mean, I got to look at who he's played. You know, the 15 fantasy points doesn't doesn't really impress me because he could get that without scoring a touchdown. 150 uh, yards? A couple catches, maybe seven catches. I, I was told there would be no math.
1: <laughs> Listen, I mean, yeah, no one's going to dive into your math skills right now, but for your sake, don't try. But... uh T. Y. Hilton and Rivers—they're connecting 23 targets over the last three games. Uh, I'm feeling it, but listen, this is a group effort. Clearly, you two guys are are against me, Uh, so we'll 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 scratch them.
0: Well, let's not—we don't have to scratch them yet, but we are going to go around. We're going to pick our players that we want, right? A little bit of a snake draft, and then we'll—if we feel strongly about it—we'll debate it, right? But we're trying to build here either a six or four player parlay that's going to hit not only for us. Because we got Christmas coming up and Hanukkah, we're trying to have make sure those are going well. Uh, or we also want to make sure our followers hit too. So, Maddie's stats. I think this is the, this is the segment we got to bring the stats here. Who is the first player going in our parlay this weekend?
2: So, first player going in our play, parlay. I mean, it's got to be Devonte Adams. Number Devontae one, Adams. 12. Lock it in. Lock it in. I like it.
0: Yep. Agreed. All right, um, Teddy, don't you dare go with T.Y. here. All right, let's skip this round, please. Who's the number? Who's the second player going in?
1: Um, I'll go Calvin Ridley.
0: Calvin Ridley, Atlanta Falcons. I don't know. I don't know, Matt. What do we think about Calvin Ridley in the... Atlanta Falcons.
2: He's going up against the Tampa Bay Bucks. Do we have a stat on Ridley? We do. So Calvin Ridley is projected to be matched up with Carlton Davis. Um, And taking a look at the data here, he has a 32% advantage over Carlton Davis. So the data does back up Teddy's pick. Okay, that's rare. Well. (sighs) I mean, Atlanta is like the second thing we don't do after bet on the bears. So true i hate no, having- no no
1: it's it's talk about the b it's the b word and we don't talk about the b word and we do not bet on the falcons 100 percent. Ridley, 108 targets 67 receptions a thousand yards eight tds you're gonna argue with those numbers
0: no no he is having a great year i think we keep him in for now we'll see where it lands if we want to go at six or four but Devontae's in so we got two receivers uh I like Derrick Henry and Kenyon Drake. We're going to go back-to-back running backs. Um these guys get the ball in the goal line and I think they've got good matchups this week.
1: You can't argue with goal line backs, right? If you're getting if you're getting handoffs inside the 5-yard line, we can't argue, we can't ask for anything more than that. So I agree with you. Now, here we are. We got the four we got the four uh person parlay. Do we want to go up to six? The options left are Lamar Jackson, Alvin Kamara, Cam Akers, and my boy, T.Y. Hilton.
0: Oh, man. I mean, Lamar Jackson against the Jags is pretty intriguing to me. Um, He has scored a touchdown, I know, at least against the Browns last game, running it in, I think, at least two weeks in a row. He just seems...
1: you know him taking a shit for thirty minutes and then coming out on fourth down after Trace McSorley fucked up his knee. I mean, that's that's some ep- epic stuff right there. But the, the first question I ask is, how? Why does it take you thirty minutes mid game? I mean, that's got to be a quick thing, right?
0: Uh so you're so so you're saying no cramps. You're saying it was a different type of cramp.
1: No, it was a cramp. It just wasn't the cramp that he's implying. It was a different kind of cramp. It's a stomach cramp.
0: Got it. Okay.
1: Why you don't
0: think so? I, I don't know. I mean, he just kind of runs funny. If you even watch him running back out, I saw some of the memes of him, like I've seen that walk before. It does kind of look like oh. he's pinching one. Oh yeah. Um, 100%. But but you know, he he came out of the locker room kind of walking the same way. He just kind of he just kind of walks funny when he's not going full speed. I think he had some cramps. He got an IV. Um Coming in on fourth down, though, that's I mean that's that's
1: that's legendary that's
0: storybook stuff. Yeah, legendary yep. stuff. Throws a touchdown on fourth down. They come out with the win. It's he's on the fence. I don't know if we have a stat for Lamar Jackson, but he's worth considering.
1: What, it, it's it's tough to pick a quarterback to rush it in, but have you seen his throwing numbers the past couple of games? I mean, you can't he certainly can't throw it in. I mean, if he if he scrambles around and stuff and you know, Hollywood Brown is five yards open maybe he'll catch it because he did have three drops on monday night he's not very good
0: no he definitely put himself on blast a little bit i mean he's he's someone who kind of walks around with some swagger and likes to talk a lot on social media but three three big drops if they would have lost that game that would have been his loss
2: oh yeah i mean
1: he has his his uh nickname is hollywood
0: it's AB's. I think that's AB's cousin. Maybe AB's. It name? is, it yeah. is
1: A-B's, AB's cousin.
0: Yeah. So um, you know, you know, there's talent there. There's speed there, but primetime game, you can't drop the ball like that.
1: Let's talk about this one, Cam Akers. We haven't talked too much about Akers. He did get the lion share of the snaps and carries last week. What are we thinking against that disgusting, awful Jets defense?
0: It's not crazy. Uh, Cam Akers has been getting a lot of the carries The you know, the jets are going to give up touchdowns here. You know, they're going to give up several touchdowns. It's, they you are. know, I just, I need a stat. I need a stat to really drive it home. Uh, only because yeah, I, I could see them throwing the ball out here, getting up early and maybe taking out their starters. And so are we looking at a three quarter uh, game here where people have to score? You know, that that's a little
2: bit of a risk that we got to think about. So, look, last week, 171 yards rushing, 23 yards receiving. You take a look at his utilization over the past three weeks. So week 12, 27% of snaps he's on the field. Week 13, 63% of snaps. Week 14, 79%. So he's claimed the backfield. I don't think we have to worry mm. about people chipping away at him there. Not only that, he's playing the Jets. You think they're going to be up big in this game, and they're just going to be feeding him the ball.
0: So Cam Akers is being considered uh, to add in for a five-person, and then we've got T.Y. Hilton still on the board here. How are we feeling about T.Y.?
1: I mean, I'm feeling great about him. I've laid out multiple stats of why this is a good pick.
0: Do we have any power stats on T.Y. Hilton as to why we should put him in the lineup? The
1: only... Yeah, the only power stat that we need to have is that he's on my fantasy team, so he's destined not to do shit.
2: So this pains me to say. So we take a look at who he's matched, who who he's uh, scheduled to be matched up with, which is Keon Crossin, and he holds a twenty seven percent advantage over him. So the data does back you up, but everything in my gut tells me no. Uh, we got to think about our followers as well. We don't want we're not gambling here, right?
0: we this is science behind this. We got the data. I think T.Y. Uh, falls just
1: short of the cut, Teddy. It was a good candidate, though. All right. That's fine. But when he scores, oof, you're going to hear about it.
0: I hope you win your fantasy matchup.
1: Thank you. You know what? Thank you for that. I appreciate it. This has, this has, nothing,
0: <laughs> <laughs> this has nothing to do about fantasy. This has a, all, everything to do about touchdowns. And so now we're down. We've got a four-player parlay. We've got three players we like, so we could make it a six. Uh, I'm going to rely on Matty's stats here to decide. What do we do? Do we stick with four, Matt? Do you like five? Do you like six?
2: Where do we go? I like going with six. Uh, We drop Cam Akers in there um, as our fifth player. And for a sixth, I'm going to throw us a curveball here. And I am going to say we should add in Tyreek Hill. Uh, Not on our list, uh, but taking a look at the data, He's matched up against Char- Chauncey Gardner-John, and he has a huge advantage um, playing out of the slot there. Roughly 53% advantage over hit the cornerback matched up against him. So I'm feeling really good about Tyreek Hill this week.
1: Yeah, I've never heard of that corner.
2: Um, I don't know if he's any good, but
1: Tyreek Hill has a has the advantage over pretty much every corner in the league, except Xavier Howard's one-handed Interception against him in the end zone, which was pretty awesome last week. Yep. But I digress.
0: He still managed to get two touchdowns against those dolphins. And I like Tariq Hill as well. Uh so as we always tend to do, uh, we have a chance to go with four, but we're gonna go with six. We're gonna let it ride. We're gonna go for the big payout this week, two weeks in a row. Um, we've got Cam Akers, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams. Derrick Henry, Kenyon Drake, Calvin Ridley. Scoop, scoop. Let's go. That sounds solid, boys. Lock
2: it in.
1: Now, just circling back, um, Maddie's stats, do you have, don't say it yet, but do you have the running back, the last running back to win MVP? I do. All right, Amato, give me your guess on the last running back to win the MVP. Emmitt Smith. I'm going to go with Sean Alexander. Matty, stats, give it to me.
2: Last running back to win MVP, two thousand twelve, Adrian Peterson.
1: Shit. Prior to that,
2: two thousand six, Ladainian Tom, Tomlinson.
1: I I'm surprised Ooh, one of us didn't.
0: I, I was thinking about that. All right, just, just for the record, we're, did either
2: of the people we said actually win an MVP? So Sean Alexander did win in two thousand five, which was interesting. Nineteen ninety three, emmett Smith won running back. So Amato, you were off by anybody else want to try to do the math from the two of you?
1: Ninety-three? Yeah. Twenty seven years.
2: Nineteen. <laughs> Night, you were off by nineteen years with Emmett Smith. All right, not bad. At least, 19. He's, at least he's got an MVP.
1: Wait a minute, it's two thousand and twenty.
2: Yeah, but two thousand twelve, Adrian Peterson.
1: Oh oh I see what you're doing. Sorry. Yep. Carry right. the two. Samsonite.
2: <laughs> so we've got our
0: we've got our parlay locked in uh we're going with six players we will post this on the page sunday actually we're gonna have to post this on saturday because we stuck with the adams so we'll post this out on saturday um <music> let's get into dad life you know, we got a lot of followers who want to know our bets and our locks. We also got followers who who have babies, which is uh, one of our main goals to make uh, betting with babies uh, less stressful and more successful. So what have we got planned uh, this weekend as dads uh, going into a great lineup of sports? Talk to me a little bit.
1: All right. Yeah. So I'm not going to talk about uh, the, the the weekend upcoming so much as a situation that Luca and I had uh recently he's really been developing this almost fuck you attitude this i don't give a shit attitude and it comes when he's sitting in his high chair and what he does when he's finished he doesn't do you know a sign doesn't do anything he looks me dead in the eye <laughs> he takes his food off the tray stares at me he doesn't even he doesn't even blink he leans and extends his arm slowly over the side of his tray, still staring at me without blinking, and opens his hand and drops his food on the floor. Almost to say, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Because this is what I'm doing. I'm, I, you know, I'm at a little loss. What's he trying to accomplish here? And third of all, he's looking me dead in the eye. And challenging my manhood, dads, give me some advice here. Have you experienced this? What do I do, or uh you, do your are your kids not as big of an ass as mine?
2: I love the power move
1: uh, it's a complete power move, just asserting dominance, yep, and he wins
0: i I gotta say you're not alone here. um you know Carter has gone through the same thing he's he's starting to kind of get through it now, but the whole like I'm done, let me throw my plate on the floor and get attention from you. Um, I know that feeling. Oh God, I know that feeling. Um, you know, you're not alone here. And um, I think it's an attention thing. You know, just, he knows it gets a rise out of you. Uh, can't be fun. It's do you, real. Do you, it's, ignore? you know, I, it's it's so tough. It's, it's, it's easier so said hard. than done. Cause there's times where you like, you literally make him the food, right? And you like make a lunch or a dinner and you put it down. And the worst is when he just straight up just takes that plate and just yep. just dumps it right on the floor. Yep.
2: So, no fucks given. I've got the solution for you boys. So, you got to direct him to push the food forward. Ah, interesting. So, you you're not going to stop him. He's going to move he wants that food off his tray. There's there's no stopping that. But how do you direct that in a positive direction? So what we did is we trained her to push the plate forward onto the center of the island off of the chair.
1: So I I've, see. I went a different route. I've been I've been teaching him uh, all done, sign language. Like, well, I don't know, it's sign language, baby sign language. All done. Meaning, like, he will tell me instead of put grabbing his food, he'll just sign all done and like throw his hands up and do this do the sign, and then I can remove it for him. Hasn't been working yet. Hopefully, he gets it. He does know two other signs in uh, more and water, so he does he does know two signs already. I'm hoping he can learn this one because this power struggle that's going on right now, I'm not okay with it.
0: That's tough, Maddie Stats, What about you?
2: Uh, things are things are going really well over here. Um, kind of crazy. Uh, my 19 month old just decided she's going to start using the bat- potty. No training, no nothing. Wow. She just says it and uh twice tonight nope i don't know what's going on it seems like some sort of black <laughs> magic uh, i don't I, I i don't know what's happening but i'm going to go with it uh because if i can get out of diapers before 2 that is a win
1: now can i ask is uh, how give give me a percentage excuse me give me a percentage on what you think this has to do with the older sister
2: uh, I'm gonna go like probably like ninety-five percent.
1: Yeah. She, she was, follows her
2: into think. the bathroom. Yep. But I I don't know. I mean, made my night. Yeah, that's yeah, a that's win. I mean, that's that's I've impressive. done the statistics and the numbers on the diapers. It's twenty six cents a diaper and six cents a wipe. That's that's thirty one cents a potty trip. Uh wait. <laughs> There's so much to get into here. It's so we, much <laughs>
1: So, uh, are we considering how many wipes are you averaging here? Are you saying one I mean, wipe?
2: Depends. Are we doing one or two? Uh, number one, number two. No, we're, we're gonna doing... say
1: one. We're gonna say. Oh, we're yeah. He no. is be- one wipe. One wipe, yeah. huh? I use multiple wipes on peas I like to get them really clean. I don't like piss. Like, like the act of pissing on yourself really bothers me a little bit. So I, I do like two to three wipes.
0: Well, that's because you you've been scarred with doing it as an adult when you know when you piss on yourself as an adult so often you probably want to use more wipes on your on your son am i right here
1: yeah well i'm not a am not a bed pisser but um well i've done it once or twice but i don't think that qualifies you as a bed pisser you're not you're we're getting this
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we, we're,
0: we're getting down a rabbit hole here um we,
1: let's get back on track boys i gotta get say, back on track. it is it, let, let, can we break down maddie stats's uh analysis of per bathroom take he, he did a thir- what was it 31, 31 cents
0: yeah i'm saying i mean i mean matt listen just you run our twitter account right just follow the lock of the day and and one time and you don't have to worry about how many wipes you're using because we're just handing out winners
1: Matt, you have a uh, a question, a baby question?
2: Yeah. So um, this is a new segment I'd like to get started. And my daughter, very smart, um, you know, I, I like that one, pat on my shoulder, uh, but very smart, asks a lot of questions. And sometimes I've got answers for these questions and sometimes I don't. Uh, but I want to see what your answers are to these questions. So, Dan and Teddy, tell me, how does a stoplight work?
0: (laughs) How does a stoplight work? I will go first. A stoplight gives you an indication of how fast you should move. Green means fast. Yellow means not so fast. And red means stop.
1: All right, I hope you don't tell that to Carter. That's uh, also not the question. So what? Yeah, that wasn't the question at all. How does it work? Is that it's on a timer, and so what happens is every thirty seconds to a minute, it knows to change the next color. You
2: both. Well, I mean, Amato, do you want to give a real answer?
0: <laughs> I thought you know I I heard the question. What's the purpose of a stoplight? Not how does a stoplight work. So, sure. (laughs) Go ahead when you're ready. Are you done? Are you done?
1: (laughs) No, I'm not. (laughs) Okay. All right, let me collect myself. Matt, collect yourself. All right, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: How does the stoplight work as we're still on that? (laughs) That is the question. How does the stoplight work? Yeah, it's stoplight is on a timer. It's some street. (laughs) 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 Traffic light uh, has a monitor on it to see if there's cars in its view. And then once there's a car in its view, it sets off a timer to change colors.
2: So that is actually a pretty good answer there. So my answer to Layla uh, after... He fucking Googled Yeah, he definitely Googled No, I, I didn't Google it. He definitely Googled it, yeah. <laughs> so after a... So that's actually a really good answer, Amado. Uh After a 15-second pause, my answer to Layla was lasers. <laughs> lasers? One word, lasers.
1: <laughs> what? How did she respond to that?
2: Well, then it got into, what's a laser? and The snowball continued to roll downhill. Uh, but the correct answer is uh, there's typically infrared sensors. So there is a, some sort of laser that is detecting when a car is either approaching or at the traffic light.
0: All right. So we've got our six-player Anytime Parlay. We're going to post that on the page on Saturday morning. Um, we just got into dad life and talked about, um, what we got going on over the weekend. Let's finish out our last segment of the night, baby bets. Um, you know, this is keep a lookout for a video coming from us. This is where we look around at what's going on uh, with our babies at home and try to help try to use them to help us pick, uh, the Monday night football game. We've got a good Monday night game coming up. Any ideas boys on how we're going to come up with baby bets this weekend?
1: So, uh, real quick, guys. I want to go over the standings. Luca, much like his father, is under 500, so he's 1-2. And, and Carter is 3-0, and o, much like his dad. Red, white hot, white hot fire. Um, so Monday Night Football game is the Steelers and Bengals. I might have to print out two pictures or go with the old cell phone uh, logo and see which one he picks. What are you thinking about Carter this week?
0: Well, I've got. I happen to have the uh, the Steelers mini helmet, so that'll make it a little bit easier. But uh, for the Bengals, he's got this uh, this uh, car that's got all these little zoo animals in them. So I think I could pull a probably. I don't know if there's a Bengal in there, maybe a cheetah or something. But we'll see what he picks. I don't know. He loves the football helmets, but he also loves the zoo animals. So we'll see what happens. We're gonna post that video on the page uh, once we get a good one. Uh, again you know there's no data behind that we've used a lot of stats tonight Uh, the baby bets are no stats just pure instinct uh, from luca and carter and um, we'll get that post on the page all right everybody Uh, thanks for tuning in tonight Uh, we hope you enjoyed the show Um, It's the crew here with Betting with Babies. We try to give you winners every week. We got some more winners on this week's episode. Thanks again for tuning in. Whether you follow or fade, we hope you win some money. Y'all have a great weekend.